Hi, this is Stephanie Ortega, and you're listening to the Remix Movement Podcast. Hello. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Number three? Yes, number three. Yes, it is. Thank you guys for re-listening. If you haven't heard our episode two and episode one, thank you to all the new listeners. Yes, yes. We're so happy that you can join us. Yes, and we appreciate your feedback. We appreciate, you know, we see you guys listening to us on Spotify. We see you guys listening to us on Apple Podcasts, and we see you guys giving us feedback on Facebook and Instagram. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Awesome. All right. Now, um, Lewis, just to start us off, um, okay. how was the challenge last week? I know the challenge was pick a radio station that we suggested and just listen to it for a week. What did you choose and do you like it? What did you see change? I mean, I always stick to the same one. Okay, but um, you got to say which one it is. Yeah, right. So it's Air One. Okay. Um, I usually, usually listen to it uh, when I have a free time and that's usually at work. Okay. All right. And how has your spirit changed or your attitude changed just by implementing this one challenge? I mean, it uplifts me. It it really helps me get through my day. Definitely. Yeah. So basically, I've been listening to Air One in the mornings and in the afternoons. I've been listening to Way Now. And I just feel like my days are less stressful. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel the same way. Right. It just helps. So it, it helps me. It, it doesn't make me feel like I had a long day at work. And just this one simple challenge, I think it just really opened up the way I see things, my perspective. Absolutely. It, All right. That does that does open up things. Right. It doesn't make me feel like I'm in a bad attitude. It just lifts up my spirit. And it just, like I said, it makes me feel less stressed. So um, definitely it was a really good challenge. Um, if you guys like it, I'm going to go ahead and say, it. just keep going, keep listening to it and, um, and don't stop. Okay. Don't stop. All right. Now going into what we're talking about today. Okay. okay. What are we talking about? Today we're telling our story. Telling our story. We're telling our story. What do you think that means? Uh, j- probably like a background, <laughs> right? Like uh, an, an introduction to the story. Okay. Well, well, I no, you're right because it's part of the story, right? Yeah. We're telling our story. Okay. So, so yeah, I don't know. I guess. In, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, we're not going to tell the remixes story. Um, basically today we're going to be talking about testimony. Okay, okay. Okay. So telling our story. Now, just to begin, um, what is a testimony, Lewis? Uh, testimony is, uh, pretty much, um, man. Don't I, overcomplicate I, I it. I don't know. I don't know how to put it into words. Oh, don't overcomplicate it. Okay. If you were just going to tell like a little kid what a testimony is, what would you tell them? Uh, it's a story. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's kind of it, well, it's it's something that you can uh, tell others about. Okay. The goodness and greatness of God. All right. Well, that's really good. Um, that's exactly what it is. I'm just gonna elaborate a little bit. A testimony is a story of someone's personal experience of something that they're going through, like a test, like in the word testimony, right? Or a trial, or an unexpected events in their life that happens to them that sounds very webster dictionary i actually came up with that myself actually really yeah so a little bit of like checking out the definition google search and then like 
adding my own little spice to it. Okay. All right. Got it. So it's basically, like you said, it's a story. It's a personal story that we have on something that happened to us, but at the end that glorifies God, that talks about how he helped us get through it. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, um, I also want to go ahead and um, and share my testimony. Okay. okay? Let's hear so, it. So this is going to be really you know brief. I don't want to make it too crazy, but this is something that um, I just want to share so you guys get to know a little bit about me and what, I'm, what I used to go through. Okay? Okay. All right. So basically, when I was much younger, um, maybe like around four or five, I was diagnosed with asthma, mm-hmm. and I had severe, severe asthma. I mean, I had the kind of asthma where we didn't know what I was allergic to. Are there like classes of asthma? I think they are. Um, I know mine was like very severe. I mean, it got to the point where when I was a little girl, I had to go to the doctor. And I remember I used to live in Miami and I would go to the clinic every single day. And they would have to put shots in me to find out what I was allergic to. Like tests, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's rough. So like... There would be like 14 on my left arm and like maybe 12 on the right arm. And they would just have doctors, just each one was a different thing. So one would be pollen and one would be cats and one would be duts, uh, dust. And one would be like um, dairy and gluten and like uh, palm trees and like different kinds of categories, right? Yeah, yeah. Sounds, sounds like a lot. So they didn't know, like... They couldn't pinpoint like what exactly I was allergic to because I was literally having these asthma attacks on a constant, right? On a daily. And I was so little. I remember I had one of those inhalers. And when you're young, they make inhalers really different. So like back then in like the 90s, uh, late 90s, they had like an inhaler where you would put your air in. And um, it would tell you how far your air capacity was. Okay. Then there was another one, which you guys are probably familiar with, where it has like some type of chemical in and you basically pump it in your mouth. So It's like like a spray. It's like a spray. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then they had another one that it was like a ball. So you would blow something and there would be like a thermometer on top and the ball would go up and down. Okay. Right. But I remember that my mom had this air filter machine that she had spent a lot of money on and I would literally have it in the room where I used to sleep with my sister and it would be in the room and it would have to be on all the time like every single day wow and what it did was it would purify the air so even if I did breathe something that I would get an allergic reaction to obviously like I would take my inhaler or I would take my machines or whatever but I would also have this purifier that would just basically blow cool air out and kind of breathe back in the bad air right well basically what happened was I did this for about five or six years and I remember when we would go to the doctor my sister would go with me my mom and dad would go with me it would be like a whole family trip okay and I remember I would hate going because I don't like shots even to this day I don't like shots yeah okay Like, I, I have a fear of, you know, getting blood drawn out or seeing something. Like, I remember one time I had to get some blood work done, and it took me, like, three hours just to get it done. That's a long time. For a physical. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so basically, at the age of eight, and I remember it was eight because it was right before I received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. At the age of eight, I got to the point where my mom and dad had to step up in their faith and say, you know what? I've brought my daughter for X amount of years and you guys keep doing the same test and you keep doing this and you keep doing that and we don't see any results and it looks like she's getting weaker and weaker, right? 
And, you know, she can't play with the kids and she can't hang out with her sister and she can't do this and that. And she's tired of doing this. And my sister would cry every time she would see me get these uh, allergy shots. Yeah. And she would cry and she would cry. And they said, you know what? We've been praying for her constantly every day, every night. My parents are praying for me. Right. But this one day they said, we're going to stop having Stephanie be a guinea pig. We're going to stop her being looking like if she's just a helpless little bunny getting shots. And we're going to let God do its course. We're going to let God take care of this. Awesome. And they put their foot down. They put their faith up. And I remember we left the doctor's office. And literally, like within a couple days, I can feel myself getting better. Really? And like within a couple days, I promise you. We went back to the doctor like maybe like two or three months later. And they would do the same test, and they were shocked to find out that I didn't have the same reaction. They didn't know why. They didn't know why. They were like, she had such a severe allergy, and like all of a sudden now her symptoms are going down, and she's not reacting to certain things. Wow. And I honestly believe that this was a test not only for my parents, Mm -hmm. who had to go ahead and say, you know what? Yes, doctors are there to help out people who are sick, but my God is a better doctor. My God is going to heal my daughter. My God is going to go ahead and make sure she has nothing because God created her healed and perfect and wonderfully made, and that's what she's going to be, right? But this was also a test for me as well because literally, like when I turned eight, I received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Right. And I use this as a testimony to share with other people because a lot of people say, oh, well, there's no cure for asthma. Once you have it, you have it forever. Right. That's yeah, that's what they say. And they say they used to say that about cancer, certain cancers that, you know, you would take your your cancer diagnosis and your dialysis and your treatment and people have actually been able to be healed from cancer. And we know people that have been healed by cancer because they took a leap of faith and they trusted God and they went ahead and now they're using that as their testimony. So all glory to God for what he did in me. Mm-hmm. I am asthma free. Asthma free. Asthma free. I can honestly tell you I'm only allergic to little things like maybe like dust and pollen. Right. And I found out later after we got married that I was highly allergic to shellfish. But Very. that's a whole nother story. Yeah. That's a whole nother testimony. That's that's really another testimony. That really is another testimony. But this one that has to do with asthma, honestly, this is basically one of the testimonies that I, I really like to share with people. I really like for people to know like, hey, just because the doctor diagnosed you with something doesn't mean that my God can't heal you. Right. You know, and and God has the ultimate response and his response is always, I'm taking care of you. Right. Mm Because sometimes we go through things and we don't know or we don't feel like God is doing something because nothing's moving. Mm -hmm. Right. And again, it's a test that you're going through, but it's also for your faith. So it doesn't have to be a medical issue. It doesn't have to be a medical issue. I was going to get to that point. A testimony, it can be, like I said, a medical issue. It could be an addiction, uh, maybe to porn, Mm -hmm. maybe to uh, alcoholism, to drugs. It can be suicidal thoughts. It can be internal things that you're going through. Anxiety. Anxiety. Um, It can be maybe you're struggling with anger and you have a really short temper with people. A testimony is just... Something that you're going through or you have gone through that you can honestly say, I went through this or I used to do this, but God did this, Mm -hmm. but God did this. That's what it is. It's, I used to be this way, but God healed me. I used to do this, but God made it better. And, and that's what a testimony is. It's a story that 
we need to share with people, right? Yes, we do. All right. So my question to you is, can you give me one testimony from you? Off the top of my head. Sure. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, so a little about me. Um, I work in aviation mm-hmm. and it's been a long, long journey. Um, and I hope it keeps going. But to get to where I am today in my field, um, I there were points where I felt discouraged. And there were points when I felt that I wasn't going to make it. Mm-hmm. Or that I wasn't good enough, and um, I, you know, really, I found a sense of of uh, of power okay. in, in 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 being able to to continue mm-hmm. and to I push and to push through, and I found it through him. Yes, and the end result, uh, not to go into every detail. But the end result was that um, I was able to go ahead and 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 you know excel. Yes. You know, and and I I I give thanks to God for that mm-hmm. because when I wanted to give up, I was pushed. Yes. And God really helped me get to where I am and where I'm going. So yeah. Exactly, and you know what, guys? Like I said. It doesn't matter how long it takes that you going through this. It doesn't matter if you started and then you stopped or you gave up sometime before like God took you out of it. Like when you share your testimony and you share your story, like testimonies come at different times of our lives, right? Yes, they do. So like my testimony was one from when I was younger. Right. And your testimony is from now, like recently. That yeah, you were pretty, going through this. Pretty much recently, yeah. But when we go through life, we're going to go through certain stages. We're going to have different testimonies, right? But the point is, when you're going through this, you cannot stay silent, right? You cannot stay silent. If God is doing something and God took you out of it and God gave you strength and God pushed you and now you're being a bigger success and God is the one who lifted you up, tell your story, Yes. That's like literally if if there's anything that you get from this episode, that's what it is. Tell your story. Tell your story to not everybody because not everybody will understand it, but tell it to your friends, tell it to your coworkers, tell it to tell it to some of your family members, maybe some of your aunts or your uncles, they know you, but they didn't know that you struggled with, you know, addiction or they didn't know that you struggled with suicidal thoughts. They didn't know that you struggled with getting into aviation. Right. They didn't know that, you know, I overcame asthma, you know, and maybe they need that so that they can be able to tell their own story. Right. Absolutely. And it could really be um, a big impact on somebody. Correct. I was going to get to that. Um, so, Lewis, like what? What happens if people don't feel like they have a testimony? What happens to them? Yeah, like like what words of encouragement would you tell them if they say, you know what, I've never gone through something drastic. Or they say, like, you know, I've never I've never gone through a sickness. I've never felt bad. Like, like what kind of words would you tell them? Um, I think that's a tough one because you can't force somebody to go ahead and share something that they don't want to share. Correct. Um, but I think we can just like give them comfort. Exactly. I think, yeah, I, I think sh- just showing some love. 
Yes. Uh, yes. Goes a long way. Yes. And you know what, guys? You, we're not perfect, right? We don't live these perfect lives where everything is like one box and everything got checked. And yes, 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 everything is great, right? Nobody could say everything is great. I, I definitely don't. Right? I mean, we can say we've had good moments. Yes. And we can say we're not struggling maybe financially, but we're struggling somewhere else. But you know what, guys? Like waking up every day is a testimony. Yes, it is. Because there's people who wake up and well, that don't even wake up. Right, they go to sleep and they don't wake up. They go to sleep and that's it. They died. They don't have another breath in their lungs. They don't have any air, right? And you can share that testimony with somebody who might think like, I don't I don't think there's anything left for me. Yeah, that's that can very much impact somebody. Right? I mean, your testimony does not have to mean that you're going through a difficulty. I'm telling you. Your testimony could be like, I was raised in a Christian church. I was raised by parents that were always loving to me, and I saw God in their life, and thanks to them and the faith that I have in Christ, like, my testimony is I continue to serve Christ. Yeah, I was going to say that. Like, everybody thinks that a testimony is something negative. No, it's not. It doesn't have to be. Right, right. But it gets related, like... um you know, if you have to have gone through a hard time. It doesn't. You don't have to have a dramatic story. Right, right. You know, you don't have to. And I'm telling you, there will be maybe some people that will say, oh, but I've never gone through a dilemma, you know? And and we're not saying that it's bad to go through it because, listen, a testimony is at the end of the story, you give glory to God, right? Yes, we do. So if you're going through a test, you give glory to God. If you If you haven't gone through a test... Or you just, you can't think of something at the top of your head. Just let your testimony be, hey, I'm alive, I'm healthy, I'm well, and I continue to serve Christ. Like, that could be a very powerful testimony. Very powerful. Okay? Now, I do want to go ahead and mention that in the Bible, um, 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 16 talks about testimonies. And I think it's really cool the way they talk about it, because in the message version, it says... Through thick and thin, keep your hearts at attention in adoration before Christ your master and be ready to speak up and tell anyone who asks you why you're living the way you are and always with the utmost courtesy, right? So this is basically saying when you give your testimony, don't boast about it. Right. Don't make it seem like if your story is better than someone else's. Get, you put yourself on a pedestal. Exactly. Right? Like, just don't do that. You know, when you give your testimony, be humble about it. You know, be grateful. And and don't don't make it seem like if your story, like I said, is better than someone else's. Right. You know, everybody's going through something different. Everybody, you know, everybody's at a different stage. And the purpose of the testimony, again, is to give glory to God. Is to not only share your story of what you've been through, but to be ready to say, you know why I'm different? Because God brought me out from this. You know why I go to church on Sundays? Because God is faithful, right? That's the kind of testimony that we're looking for. And then another verse that it says here, biblically, 1 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 8. It says, give thanks to the Lord and proclaim his greatness and let the whole world know what he has done, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So going back to like, it's it might be hard to tell people your story, right? Yeah. It might be hard because it takes a lot of courage, right? It takes a lot of bravery, it takes a lot of gut to say it, right? 
But at the end of the day, you got to tell the world, right? Because that's how we tell people about who Jesus is. Absolutely. I believe people can get saved just by hearing your story. Yes, yeah. I believe people can get healed just by hearing your testimony, right? And one of the things that, you know, I want to mention is when you give your testimony to someone else, you also receive joy. Yeah, it should feel good. You do. You receive the joy of Christ, like to be able to look back and and say, wow, like God did this. It's it's essentially sowing a seed in somebody. Exactly. And you're sowing a seed in their life, but you're also sowing a seed in yours. Right. Right. And um, and the last point I want to mention with regards to this is in Psalms and it's Psalms 119.46. Let me get my Bible. Hold on. 119 46. 119 verse 46. It says, I will speak to kings about your laws and I will not be ashamed. Okay? Mm-hmm. A lot of people's stories are not pretty. You know? Yeah, they could be ugly. A lot of people's stories are not pretty. And like I said, testimonies are very personal. Okay? But we cannot be ashamed of how we used to be. Right. Okay. So like we can't be ashamed of our past because our future is a lot brighter than our past. I agree with that. Right. I mean, listen, guys, you cannot be ashamed of it. You went through it. You're human. That happens. Okay. But God is good and God uses what the enemy thought was going to be for evil and he uses it for good. That is true. That's from a song. That's from a song. I don't know the title of the song. I don't remember. But <laughs> but it was. it is a song. It is a... I don't know. Listen, it might be from Elevation Worship or somebody else, but God uses what the enemy thought was going to be used for evil, and he uses it for good. That's a testimony right there. Yes, it is. Right? Your miracle might be the last breath after you finish your story. Right? Your, your testimony might not even be done yet, you know? Like, I'll tell you another testimony just so you guys know about it, okay? Two years ago, I was diagnosed with something called polycystic ovarian syndrome, and people know it as PCOS. And basically, what the doctors had said was that, you know, because I was very irregular, I was forming cysts on my ovaries and it was stopping me from having kids. And I'll tell you this, I got scared when the doctor told me that. And you know that. Yeah, yeah. I got so scared. We took blood tests. We took every kind of test. Everything was great with Lewis. And the moment that he said, you got this and this is what's causing you to not have kids, I got scared. And it got to the point where I got so wrapped up in my mind and everything in the physical that I forgot that we live in a spiritual world too and my God is bigger. That is true. And we get so wrapped up with these diagnoses and we get so wrapped up with when people say something to us because I want to have kids. We want to have kids. Yes. And when you have a desire for something so strongly and somebody tries to tell you, you know, the reason why that you can't have what you want is because of this... You, you tend to get a little bit depressed and you get, you know, doubt yourself. And is it my fault? Did I do something? Right? Yep. But you know what? Here's my testimony, guys. After the diagnosis, 
I'm moving forward and I'm going to take control of my health and I'm going to do whatever I can do to be ready for my kids. I mean, the Bible says God gives them and takes it away. But you know what? I was promised that he's going to give me a family and I know my family is coming and my testimony is that I'm not giving up. And yeah. that's, that's the testimony right there. I am losing weight. I am drinking more water. I am taking mental breaks so that I'm not so focused on it. And you know what? My testimony is that even though they said that I have PCOS and it's going to be very hard, I'm believing by faith the same way my parents believed by faith that I was going to be healed from asthma, that I'm going to be healed with this and I'm going to have my kids before the end of 2020. And guys, that's a big leap of faith. Because I say it every year, and you guys, you know, who know me, you know, we, we say every year, this is my year, this is my year. But, you know, it's a declaration of faith, and it's going to happen. This is our testimony and our story. Okay? Yes, it is. We're believing that by faith, right, babe? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. All right, guys. Uh, guys so that's basically it. I mean, I just wanted to talk about this topic because, like I said, your testimony is powerful. Your testimony breaks chains. Your testimony heals people. Your testimony saves people. And your testimony, it fulfills you, you know, because God is able to do all things and everything. And he's the one that has the last word. And whatever you're going through, you know, my challenge for you guys this week and for everybody who's listening to this podcast episode is Take some time to share your story with somebody you know, but you may not know enough. That's, so, a, that's, a, that's a great challenge. Exactly. Like, take time to, like, if you know your neighbor, right, but you don't know your neighbor's story, like, go take some time to spend with them to go tell them your story and listen to their story. Sure. Yeah. You know, like, if you, if you want to go and maybe you haven't seen your friend in a long time, pick up your phone send them a DM and say, hey, listen, I just want to take five minutes to talk to you because you know what? Like the word of God comes not only through the Bible, but it also comes from sharing our testimonies. Okay. And, and that's the challenge that I want you guys to do. There's a reason you overcame what you went through. That's right. And there's a reason that you were selected to go through that. And there's a reason why you came through. And if God was able to come through with you, he's going to be able to come through with someone else. Yeah. Amen? Amen. All right. Well, guys, um, did you want to say anything else, Lewis, uh, on this topic? No, no. I'm, I'm already thinking of the next testimony I'm going to share. Okay, cool. So next time we do our podcast, we'll start with you then. That sounds great. All right. But guys, again, thank you so much. Thank you for your DMs. Keep them coming. Keep listening to the podcast. And we hope you guys continue to get blessed by this. Okay. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Remix Movement for more updates. Send us a DM with your feedback, questions, and any topics that you would like to hear in any of our future episodes. Thank you and God bless.